So excited this morning. Uh, the word of the Lord this morning in my spirit is today is a day of rejoicing. Amen. Hoy es un día de alegría. Many of you don't know that Roberto has been sitting here for the past four and a half months without his wife and his child who have been in Mexico. And we have greeted him and hugged him and we have prayed for them. Um, there are people in our congregation who are close with them and just have been loving on them. But today, they are home. Amen. And they are here. And so, we say, gracias, Jesus. Um, we say, bienvenida, preciosa Regina. Estamos muy contentos de que esté en casa por fin. Y bienvenida a casa Irma. Te hemos extrañado y estamos felices de que estés aquí con nosotros nuevamente. Te amo. We welcome them home. We love Amen. them. We've missed her. Amen. We've missed her. This is our family. And so we're excited. Amen. Today is a day of rejoicing. We give thanks to a great God, Amen. to a faithful, faithful Faithful Father. Amen. Your Spanish is pretty good, too. I practiced. All right. Everybody stand with me. We're going to do a call to worship. I'm going to do this in English. Uh, <clears throat> one step at a time. One step at a time. Okay? We're going to do this in English. We got a, it's out of 1 Chronicles 16, and we're going to read 23 uh, through 25 together. So on the count of three, let's do this together. One, two, three. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. Let's praise the risen king. We are about to come to the table of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today we are coming to the table with rejoicing. Hallelujah. Today we are coming to the table with rejoicing. Hallelujah. And before we come to the table, though, we are going to fight our battles. That's right. And we just sang about how we're going to do it. Now we're going to do it. Right. We are going to lift up our voices and we are going to speak our own words of worship That's and praise to right. our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. We are going to cry Hallelujah. out. We are going to thank Him. Hallelujah. We're going to say, gracias, Dios. We are going to praise him. We're going to tell him that he's worthy. We're going to tell him that he's holy. We're going to tell him that we love him. We're going to tell him that we trust him. We're going to tell him that the fear we walked in here with has to bow down to the name of Jesus. We are going to worship. We're going to raise our voices and we are going to worship. We are going to worship right now. Lord God, we love you. We love you, Lord Jesus. We worship you. We have victory in the mighty name of Jesus. The name of Jesus isn't something like a sword that you put in a sheath, that you, you pull out like a weapon. It's something that covers you, that is in you, that you wear and you speak forth. He is with us always, and nothing can separate. This morning as we come to this table, it, we are coming to the table of the Lord and we are rejoicing. We are rejoicing for the love of the Father that sent forth his Son so that we can know him, 
so that we can walk in victory, so that we can rescue the lost, the hurt, and the dying, and we can introduce them to life itself in Christ. We come to the table with rejoicing. As you come this morning, we've been taking communion every week, and I don't ever want to stop. I don't ever want to stop. So what we do is these two sections, you come together down the center aisle to the table, and then you return back to your seats. And then these two sections down this center aisle and then return back to your seats. You're going to hold on to your elements when you get back to your seats because we're going to come back up here when everyone has been served and we're going to partake of the body and blood of Christ. God with, with us. God in us. God through us. God for us. We're going to do this and nothing's ever the same. We're going to just do it again and again and again. And we go forth with more power, more of him in the remembrance and in the rejoicing. Come and listen to my husband for a second because he's got something to say. Everything we're talking about is foreshadowing the message that I had planned. So you might as well hear some of it now. There are different weapons that God gives us to fight our battles. There's different things that he has given us, and we are actually doing each and every one of them already this morning. One of them is using the name of Jesus, which we just sang about. One of them is raising up our praise. One of them is the word of God. And one of them is the blood of the lamb. This is how we fight our battles. The blood of the lamb is doing the work for us. It is our submission and our obedience as we come to the table in repentance to say, this is how I fight my battles. He is the one doing the fighting. It is just our obedience coming to this table. He does the fighting. This is how he fights our battles at the table by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So come, grab your elements and return to your seats and we'll take them together in just a minute. Everybody could just stand with me. That's right. Hebrews 10, verse 19 says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness, having boldness, I ask you to stand because sometimes when we stand, it adds a little boldness to our posture. Okay? Sometimes it adds a little boldness to our posture when we stand. Having boldness to enter the holiest. And how do we do that? By the blood of Jesus. Boldness, we come into the throne room this morning. Boldness, we enter in and say, have your way in this place. The things that I'm dealing with, struggling with, have your way in them this morning. His blood, His body takes care of it all. Let us just take 30 seconds and just reflect on what he's done for us in this body and in this blood. What he did for you and me on that cross. Oh, the love. The love poured out. No greater love than to lay down one's life. He laid down his life for you and for me. 
Father, we come to you and we say, we repent today of all the things we've put in front of you in our life. All the idols that we raised that need to come crashing down this morning. All the fear and worry that has taken root in our life, we tell it to go in Jesus' name. That's right. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the name of Jesus. Because of the precious word of God. Thank you, Father. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took the bread. We had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. Now, church, the word this morning was rejoice. The word this morning, church, was rejoice. The word this morning, church, was rejoice. We are happy, we are joyful for what God has done for us. So let's continue to stand and rejoice in the risen King. Do you hear that call? Do you hear that assignment? Christ in you, the hope of glory. You are his glorious creation. We are his hope. Christ in us, the hope of glory here now in this place. It's in us and it's through us that he does his work here on earth to bring his kingdom come here. Do you hear the assignment? This is revival. We turn our eyes upon Jesus. We have to see him so that we can see ourselves for who we were created to be. He is not ashamed of you. He is not ashamed of you. If you belong to him, if you have come to him, he is not ashamed of you. You, you are his great hope. You are his beloved. I'm going to share this with you. As a mom, I've I've told other moms and other parents, there are certain phrases that have to be protected when they come out of our mouth. One of the biggest ones is, I love you. You have to be so careful as a parent not to say, I love you, but. I love you, but you were disobedient. That's why I yelled at you. Don't diminish the power of those words. Don't diminish the depth of their meaning by adding the word but to the end of them. It's you shouldn't have been disobedient. You need a punishment. And I love you. (laughs) There are certain phrases that need protected. And as we were singing, the Lord spoke so clearly to my heart. And this is for this body. This is for this congregation. 
the words, God is able. God is able. They are not to be spoken with despair and discouragement. Well, God is able. See what he does. Well, God is able. They are to be spoken with power and with boldness and with faith or don't speak them at all. God is able. God is able. God is able. And he loves when we say it to him. God, our Father in heaven, you know what is surrounding us, but you are able. You are here. When we come to him boldly and we take him at his word, when we believe that he is who he says he is, that he'll do what he says he'll do, when we say it like we believe it, when we walk like we believe it, it pleases him greatly. And he is moved by our faith. Don't fake it. If you don't got it, tell him so. Talk to him. And the more you talk to him, he'll build it. Tell him so. He'll build your faith. Don't fake it. Doesn't work that way. Come to him. Come before his throne with boldness. And don't let don't let us hear of anyone from this house, from our house, going out with despair and saying, "Well, God is able." I understand despair and I understand discouragement. And I understand there's a time, there's no condemnation here. But let us be certain when we speak the words God is able, that we're speaking them in faith. And we never tarnish those words, those, those words. We never let despair and discouragement tarnish them. Church, I'm going to do something that I've actually never done before. Because he's saying to do it. The Lord has given me certain words of knowledge at periods of time over certain body parts or ailments, but he gave me three names this morning. And I don't even know anybody by these names, actually. So I don't know if they're here. I don't know if they're watching online. I don't know where they are, but there's a word for Phyllis, for Karen, and for Brian. And I don't even know these names. I'm not even sure anybody's here by these names. Maybe it's someone who's going to listen to it later. But the word for those three individuals is that God is able and that you shall fear not. Because that was the word this morning. Fear not, for he is with you. Fear not, for he is with you. And the Lord wants you to know this morning that he has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So if that's for you, wherever you are, just reach up and say, I believe and I accept that today. If you're watching online, just receive that today. Father, we lift up these three individuals, or maybe more, multiple people with that name. Father, invade their lives. We break the spirit of fear now in the name of Jesus. We break that stronghold now that assignment is broken in Jesus' name. And the spirit of joy and peace shall reign in their lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, you are able. You are able. Psalm 133 says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. We're in unity this morning. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. Life forevermore. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing today. Thank you, Lord. I just encourage, if that's anybody's name that's here, or you know somebody who's struggling with that, just come see me afterwards. I'd like to talk with you more about what the Lord wants to do in that person's life. Before we dismiss the kids this morning, we want to continue to rejoice and celebrate what God is doing all across the world, not just here in this church. And we've got Camille and Carmi, they're going to come up here. They went on a mission trip to the Dominican Republic, and they have some good news to share about what they've seen, things that have happened, and the goodness of God, so we can rejoice with them in the testimonies that have occurred. So ladies, you want to come up here? They're just going to share for a minute or two. Yeah, you, guys can have a, you guys can have a seat, but kids are not dismissed just yet. I think they like mood music in the background, possibly. It's okay. Come on up. I'll help you up. Well, no, that's not getting up. I Okay. Um, it was an awesome three weeks. Got to rejoin with friends that I have met over the years. Got to see my compassion children. And I got to work with the deaf kids. And the three words that describe my three weeks would be peace, strength, and joy, which we've been talking about this morning. Yeah, okay. All three weeks, the peace of the Lord prevailed in me, no matter the circumstances that challenged us from no electricity the first week we were at the place we were staying. Uh, we discovered um, wrong, that our um, wrong optical supplies were loaded one day when we got to the village. And then on another day, another team took some of our optical equipment and took it to another village. So we, had, uh, we were here and then our equipment was here. On the first week, it never rained in the 17 years that I've been there, like it did the first week. And so we were like packed like sardines in the uh, areas where we were at and the conditions to try to keep the people dry. And then um, in the second week, we were informed that Nina couldn't come down and join us, so that was another challenge. And then the last week, I discovered my plane ticket was coming back home was wrong. <laughs> but these are only a few of the highlights. But, but God, like I said, it was total peace. But, but God, but God had, had everything in control. And we put into practice the key word for missionaries, 
the word flexible in capital letters. <laughs> and everything prevailed. We wound up with generators for our electricity. And like I said, everything worked out. And the stuff that we needed, the equipment we needed, we didn't need that day on that um, village that we were working at. The word strength, my second word is, through his strength, we can do all things. We were able to serve and examine over five, 650 people in those three weeks and to get glasses for a man who was like 95% blind so he could see a tree and that. <clears throat> and uh, I was able to also, to my compassion girl, she was born with a bad eye and I was able to connect her with a, a, a surgeon doctor down there. And on another day, um, we saw, examined 30, 90 people in one day. And one day I wound up doing over 33 people my, by myself. Now that's a lot of people to see in one day in a short block of time. And then one day we wound up having to travel two hours. Now that's by going to Pittsburgh and then getting all your supplies set up, doing your exams and then getting back on the bus and coming back for two more hours. You're only 83 years old, right? 81 years old. What's the big deal? It was the big deal, right? That was in his strength, actually. Every day I said, Lord, in your strength, I can do this. And then another day we came, um, and other than one day in the three weeks, every day we were able to see everybody that came for optical services. And, that, and the only reason we didn't that one day was because they was it like a, not a village, but more town, and people were coming in from other villages. So then they were gonna make arrangements later down to take care of those people, so they would be. Now the third word, joy, uh, the Haitian people have nothing. They really have nothing, but they have the joy of the Lord, right? And I wish I could bring their joyful church music here to fill our church, to fill our spirits with thanksgiving for being blessed to be living in America. And I always say everybody is meant to go on a missions trip. And, um, and it will change your life. And not only that, God didn't give us a suggestion that you go forth and share the word. He said, it's a commandment. So you need to be, everybody needs to be a part of, commission, of missions. Whether you're washing glasses, going to the city mission with us, whether you're praying for us, helping to sponsor us, no matter what. So you need to get in the chat room and find out what God's plans are for you to go forth and share God's word. Amen. Okay, Amen. that's it. Thank you, Camille. You want me to hold this mic for you? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I am. Waymaker, miracle worker, and promise keeper. Pastor, you know, when we were talking about, you know, coming back with a miracle, last week when I come, I was sitting in my back seat and, um, my back seat, yeah, right. We all have a seat, right? Sorry, back seat corner. Yeah, that's a good place. Anyway, and um, we were singing the song, The Goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. And that song was in my heart all morning. And then we sang that here. And I want to share a story about the goodness of God, about the way maker and the miracle worker, because God did such an awesome miracle. And I believe it's because of the prayers of the faithful. Pastor, you send us out to go do the work of our Father. Not what we can do. God supplies us with our glasses that we need. 
God supplies us with words to share with others. God supplies us with arms to hug and to love each other. As my girls know, I'm a hugger and I'm a lover. And I love God with all my heart. And I want to tell you a story. My story doesn't start like I love stories to start once upon a time. My story starts in the year of our Lord, 2020. In the year of our Lord, 2020, God spoke to a doctor down in Pittsburgh area. He's a special surgeon, a hand surgeon. And I guess he was at the point of burnout. I don't know if y'all have ever been there. I know I have. He was at the point of burnout. And he called my friend Scott that lives down in Prosperity, PA. I love that name, Prosperity, PA. You know, we're going to call this Prosperity, PA, because we're prospering in the things of God. But anyway, um, Scott, uh, he calls my friend Scott down in Prosperity. He said, Scott, I'm hearing you're going on a mission trip in a couple of weeks. He said, and I need to get away. I, 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 I just need to get away. I need to do something different. He said, what are you guys doing when you're down there? He said, well, I'm an electrician, but we're going with a construction crew. We're going to build some buildings. We're going to put some roofs on some churches, yada, yada. Okay. He said, can I go? And Scott says, you know, our trip's been paid for since October. And he said, you know, this trip's really sold out. They try to keep the trips to uh, like under 100 well, this happened to be a week of 140. We were like on overload. And he said, but you know what? He says, I'll call Pastor Rick. He says, and see what Pastor Rick says. So he calls Pastor Rick something that even got hold of the man. But anyway, that was a miracle. And wasn't there one seat left on the plane? So the guy, you know, gathers all his dollies and dishes and all his stuff because he's not going as a doctor, mind you. He is going to help with the construction crew. So they get down there. Anyway, in the meantime, this doctor is dating a girl who's a Christian. Now, the doctor is not a Christian, but he's called Scott, who's his friend. He knows is a Christian. Hello. Obviously, he heard Scott say something. You know, we got to keep on speaking what God's doing in our life because he is the way maker. So anyway, this girl says, you know, my boyfriend's gone. I'm going to see if I can't get down too. So she couldn't go on that day, but she got a trip later. Anyway, I'm trying to shorten this story because I know time is of the essence, but you all have to hear the miracles. So God, as awesome and as, as loving as he is, orchestrates this whole thing. They were down in the village, and it so happens at the same time that this doctor had called Scott, there was a man down in the Dominican Republic who had been sliced in the arm with a machete. He was being robbed. Well, somehow, and I don't know the complete story, uh, but he, the team heard about it. And the nurse, who is the doctor's girlfriend, says, we got to do something about this. Doc says, I came down here to do construction. I don't have any materials. I don't have any equipment. I don't have any anything. Well, they found out that this guy could have surgery down there. By the way, he could only move his one thumb. And, but it would cost 3000 American dollars. When you're making $2 a day, how long does it, well, anyway, it was an impossibility. But our way maker, hey, our way maker, our miracle worker, our promise keeper, who is the light in the darkness, it was a dark situation. 
in the dark circumstances. But our God rules and our God reigns because of his love. So anyway, nurse says we got to do something. So they go to this clinic and they talk to this clinic. I call it a clinic. They might call it a hospital. But anyway, they agreed to allow the American doctor to do this surgery. So they go and they find the man. They bring him in. They do the surgery. They go, and it's very successful. They showed us a video of it where he was able to move all his fingers. So a few days later, they go into the village to check on the man. The man was so elated in the miracle that God did that he gave his heart to the Lord. And that is the greatest miracle of all, that our wear maker, our miracle worker, our promise keeper, the lover of our souls, would go to that extent in January of the year of our Lord, 2020, when a man was being attacked, speak to a doctor in the United States who was not planning on going anywhere, planning on doing any of the giftings that God had given, but was prompted, prompted by the spirit of the living God to perform the work that God needed to be done. Don't tell me that there isn't anything possible for our God. Because the word of the Lord says that all things are possible to them that believe. And if we are believers, if we are born again, if we are a spirit-filled church, then when we pray for when God is sending those out, believing for him to do what he can do, not what we can do in ourselves, thank God we're able to serve people in all kinds of ways. But to be obedient, because we know the word of God declares that our footsteps are ordered of the Lord. What are they ordered to do? They're ordered to do his work in this world because we're his conduits to do what he's called us to do. He is an awesome father. And I just want to give glory and I want to give honor to God for what he has done there. And the work is continuing because of the fact that the doctor is not a Christian. Can you even imagine? The doctor is not even a Christian, but God is making a way even in this situation. So continue to pray for this, doctor. I am sure this is not a mistake. I am sure that there wasn't just the reason for him to be there to do this surgery. I believe it's for his soul as well. So as we go out and we share the word of God, the most important thing is that souls are added to the kingdom. And Camille and I and the rest of our team want to thank you so very much for your, for your faithful prayers, for sending us out, and Pastor, for being such a blessing and allowing us to come home and share the goodness of God. Amen. I want to put another PS on that. They didn't have the supplies to do this operation, and they went into the pharmacy. And over the years, doctors and nurses and people have brought, they found all the supplies that they needed to do this surgery. Amen. Our God. Awesome. Hey, Amen. Give God a hand. Thank you for letting us share. All right, guys. Well. Well, what are we supposed to do next? I think we're supposed to dismiss the kids. All right, kids, middle schoolers, actually middle school is this week. Rest of the kids, go ahead and head out and turn around and say hello to somebody. Hi, church. Sorry, I was a little long. I was giving baby Rahina a little tour, showing her the, the spaces and places where she may spend some time. So um, I meant to ask Pastor Jason a question. Uh, my first announcement is all about March 15th. Jeremy Gall will be here that ministering to our congregation, and there's the answer to my question, um, on Sunday morning, and then at 6.30 p.m. that Sunday evening. Um, March 15th is also 
our first youth night. Um, Youth night starts at 6, so that's a half hour earlier than the the service here. That's so the youth can come. We're going to feed them dinner because youth like food. We all like food. Um, We're going to be feeding them dinner downstairs, um, and we're going to be having a time of worship and a time of teaching. Andy Musella will be bringing the word to the youth. I'm excited for that. Um, So this is for grades 6 through 12. And we are planning on doing this the third Sunday of each month. So um, on the third Sunday is the Luciano group, which will be happening in this sanctuary. Just so happens on our first night, we're going to have Jeremy Gall. And that's really exciting. So I encourage you, if you've not ever heard Jeremy, you'll hear him on Sunday morning. It's so good. You will want to come back on Sunday night and bring some youth with you because... We want them here. So um, if you are a youth and you're available that night, come on down. And if your parents are driving, then there's something for them to do here because also they can come in the sanctuary and listen to Jeremy and Jocelyn Gall minister. So that is March 15th. Mark your calendar. Um, And then also tonight, Luciano Life Group is meeting here, 630 in the sanctuary. And um, they're doing a Q&A, and they're going to have Paul on FaceTime from Florida. So that's going to be fun. Uh, so come and don't miss that. Um, we are here on Wednesday nights. Doors open at 6. We pray. We pray, and we pray, and we pray. Um, we pray for our community. We pray for our churches. We pray for our families here and the families out there. I mean, we just pray. Um, service starts at 6.30 with some worship and then a teaching it's from 6 to 6.30 that the lights are dim, the playlist is playing, and we're just kind of walking around praying. That's my favorite time. So don't hesitate to come out on a Wednesday night. Um, we also have youth senior high small group on Wednesday nights. So that's grades 9 through 12. Um, and Andy Musella is leading that. So uh, come on out on Wednesdays. And finally, as always, this is your bulletin. Everything I just said is in it. So if you have any questions... Go ahead and read that. Connected to the bulletin is the connection card. If this is your first time with us, we like to know that you were here. You can just put your name on it. Um, You can put as much information as you'd like. We'll call you if you want us to, and we will not call you if you don't want us to um, because we're cool like that. But if this is your first time, go ahead and put your name on here so that we know that you were here, and it will go in the offering bucket. Um, Church family or anyone, prayer requests, praise reports, requests for information. Put it in the offering bucket, and we will um, take care of it. Pastor Jason, it's all yours. Don't look at the clock. Don't preach short. Amen. Well, we still got some things to cover before we even get into the Word. So how many are ready to continue to worship the Lord with our giving? Amen. Hallelujah. What was this, Prosperity, Pennsylvania? I don't know where that is, but I think it's here too. Amen. Amen. God is good. If you need an offering envelope, just slip your hand up. Uh, if you need an offering envelope, slip your hand up. The ushers can serve you. I just want to read a couple of verses out of 1 Peter 4, uh, 8 through 10, and then we'll, uh, we'll collect the offering here. It says, And above all things, have fervent love. <laughs> above all things, have fervent love. The greatest of these is love. We need to love one another. You know, part of giving is loving. It really is. It's trusting God. It's loving on God, saying, Lord, have your way with my finances. Have your way in this place. Have your way. 
Have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Verse 9, be as hospitable to one another without grumbling. Yeah, there's a couple amens. Sometimes we grumble. I grumble sometimes. Yeah, be hospitable to one another without grumbling. And then verse 10, as each one has received a gift, as each one, each one of us has received a gift from the Lord. I know it to be true because he loves us, he cares for us. We have gifts, not just financially, but talent and time and things God has given us. Minister it to one another. The gifts that God has given to you, minister them to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. He wants each of us each of us to be ministering the gifts that he has given us. And I'm not talking about just financially. I'm talking about our time, our resources, our talents, the things God has placed and given us gifts in our life. We need to be able to share them with others by loving others through those gifts. And it's interesting here is how do we do that? With the grace of God. It's the only way it's possible to do it is by the grace of God. For what we have been freely given, we can freely give to others. Amen? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you are our provider. We thank you, Lord, that the, uh, the word today was rejoice. The word today was God is able. And there are no buts at the end of that. God is able, period. And so, Father, we just thank you that you are able to provide for every need. You're able to provide for this church, for our families. Father, I just thank you that every bill is paid in Jesus' name that your gospel, your kingdom will expand throughout this area, throughout this world. Father, your heart is that none shall perish without knowing you. So Father, this seed money that we're giving is just to plant it in good ground to see those lost saved, to see the sick healed, to see lives transformed, to see families thriving, and to see people walking in their calling. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Ushers.